Welcome, and thank you for checking out my podcast. This is the Adam Messer Show, and I'm your host, Adam Messer. This podcast is all about uh, interviewing authors, artists, and entertainers, other creators, uh, creative folks, and it's also about uh, stuff that I like to share. I'm an author. Uh, I like to create things. I love talking to interesting people, and I just try to share stuff that's helped me. So thank you for listening. Hey, good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, May the 9th, 2019. And uh, I want to talk about the uh, phrase, um, jack of all trades and a master of none today. I think it's um, kind of one of those, you know, old idioms or cliches or whatever you want to call it that um, people use. And... You know, they forget about, I mean, I think throughout time, the second part of the quote just kind of, you know, fell out. So here's here's the other part of the quote. It's a uh, jack of all trades, master of none, though oftentimes better than a master of one. And I think that that is so clever, though oftentimes better than a master of one. So I think it's good. For, you know, mastery is uh, is important, especially if you want to get really good at something that you're doing or something that you like. You know, to become masterful. To me, I feel like mastery is execution through action, learning, continual learning, learning every day something new about whatever it is that you're doing, your craft, your trade, you know, your skill sets, that's mastery to me. Mastery is being able to know the subtle nuances or the small details that add so much um, benefit to whatever it is that you're doing. So, for example, if you had a photo, right, and let's just let's just use photography as an example because I I've done photography and I don't consider myself to be a master photographer at all, but I feel like you know I did photography for uh, professionally for a while and um, you know people paid me for my services and they they liked my photos they liked my uh, my art my design so I'm speaking from my own personal experience here. Was I a technical wizard when it came to every nuance of the camera? No, I wasn't. But when I wanted to do different styles of shooting for events or for portraits or for um, family photos, weddings, professional headshots, you know, all those things. I've done... You know, I, I, I've done some photos where they were used by um, famous people. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different things. You have to have an adjustment for your style. You have to, to you have to be able to know what you need. You're using the same tool. You know, the camera. You're using the same camera. You might change the lenses out depending on you know what you need. But um, for me, 
when I was doing an event and I had to capture the event, you know, there's a lot of things going on in an event and to be able to capture photos, you know, um, capture the folks, you know, you'd have to do different shots. You take portraits, you take group shots, you take candid shots, you take pose shots. I mean, there's a lot of different styles that you need to be able to adjust to what's going on. And to be able to do, you know, what you need to do for, you know, for that job, you know, for that gig or whatever. And so, um, now, I wouldn't say I was a master of anything, but I, I did a lot of event photography and I did a lot of portraits. So my preference was for portrait photography. I like doing portraits. But I would often get paid to do event photography. And I would get paid to do portrait photography, but it didn't come in as often as event photography would. You know, I've just people like to have nice professional quality photos, especially when they spend a lot of time and money um, in an event. It might be a fundraiser, I did a lot of those. Uh, might be a private event, you know, like a party or something like that. Did those. Um, might have been like a uh, record launch or um, a book launching, book signing, you know, those kind of things. So, jack of all trades, master of none. You know, I don't think I was a master photographer. I really don't. Um, do people like my photos? Yes. Do people, you know, were they moved by the emotion that they felt from the photos? Yeah. You know? Um, so I really think that having that mastery, you know, comes through being able to learn every single day and being able to work on it every day. So, you know, jack of all trades, a master of none, though oftentimes better than a master of one. So that second part though oftentimes better than a master of one, I think it means, you know, to me at least, it means that someone who is, let's just say I'm only um, a master of photography. Now, you can do a lot with that. But there are also other things that go into photography that you need to understand. So if you're an artist or an author or you know, photographer, creator, or whatever, you also have to, if you want to sell your work or your services, you have to have a basic understanding of business concepts, you know, accounting, finances, time management, things like that. There, there are so many things that go into it. People skills, they call it soft skills, you know, uh, on the office or whatever, people skills or whatever. Soft skills, likability, is probably the number one thing when selling your services or your product, likability. Because people don't buy your product because they're like, oh, I love it, love it, love it. Unless, you know, they, they've never met you before and they just buy it randomly. You know, if you're hawking your stuff you know, at an event or a store or wherever, you know, they're going to buy from you because of your likability. So these are all other skills you know, that go into your craft or your trade, you know, and I don't care what you do. I don't care 
you know, you could be, uh, like I said, like a plumber or electrician, you know, carpenter, you know, you could be, uh, I don't know, software developer, you know, web designer, whatever it is that you're doing. I mean, you know, you could, you could honestly, like my aunt, she has her own, uh, confectionery stuff and she does baked goods and things like that. And I guarantee you, because she is, uh, very likable, she's very lovable, people like to buy her confectionaries because they like her or they love her. And that's something that I think approachability is important, you know? So there's a lot of stuff that goes in into just, even if you, you know, like I only do one thing, like I like to do, I just, I like to make sketches of unicorns, for example. And I sell sketches of unicorns, for example. I don't really, but you know, I'm just saying somebody might be like this really awesome awesome artists that, you know, they make a unique looking unicorn and people just love their style. And that's all they do is this one thing. Well, there's also a lot of other things that go into it. Um, something else that, uh, I've seen is, uh, I like to call it tech head, um, because, you know, I was doing, I studied uh, network, um, uh, computer network engineering and um, I actually have a degree in uh, information systems. So I've, I've loved computer technology and uh, information technology, um, information systems. I, I've really been st you know, a student of that since, oh gosh, since I got out of high school. Um, so for over 20 years. Now, am I an expert? No, but I do have a master of information systems. I do have a degree reflecting that I you know, went to school for it. Um, are there other people out there who don't have a degree that are more knowledgeable than me and more experienced than me? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've always done this stuff on my own, you know, doing work for people or, you know, whatever. And I've been paid for my work, you know, so whatever. But would I consider myself to be an expert? No. But what I'm getting at with tech head is, uh, and this is not just, you know, tech, the tech sector. Um, and this is not against anybody in particular, you know, engineers or, uh, software designers or anything like that. I'm just talking about in general, this is a, I call it tech head because it's the best way I can describe this scenario. So some people who have a highly developed skill set in one particular area, um, often can use or abuse that instead of helping other people with it they use it as a tool to try to hold it over someone so like a narcissist or an egomaniac or whatever and their hold on to whatever it is is in their knowledge and experience or expertise in a certain area but what do they lack they lack soft skills they lack you know people skills they lack emotional intelligence. Uh, sometimes they're not, you know, outside of what they're doing. They're not, you know, they're not coherent at all. So those, um, those are things that, you know, being a master of one, I think that the second part of that, you know, that jack of all trades, master of none, though often better than being a master of one, I think that's another aspect of it because, you know, if you could do one thing really well, I mean, that's great. But, you know, if you can't do basic 
things to get through, you know. So entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, they have to be a master of a lot of trades, you know. They have to be a master of a lot of things. And I think that that's cool because that's what I like to do. I like to do a lot of things. But what I try to focus on is an area so with my rate, my writing, my creativity and things like that, like even this podcast, it's an outlet, an extension of my writing. You know, even though I'm doing a voice, you know, recorded audio, it's, it's an extension of me as a creator. It's an extension of me as what I'm doing. So, um, you know, all those things come together, all those things, you know, get, get, uh, I guess, uh, into the progression of what's going on. You know, so that's something I wanted to encourage you with is that, you know, if somebody says, uh, jack of all trades, but a master of none, you know, you can let them know, but oftentimes better than being a master of one. And that'll probably be like, what? <laughs> Cause that's the other part of the phrase. So anyway, uh, I'm going to cut this podcast, uh, right here, check it out, um, working on this new horror anthology short story, um, been writing every day now for, uh, tomorrow, make it a week. So I'm really happy about that. So if you're an aspiring author, a writer, um, study your craft, learn, learn every day. I mean, I've been learning every day, uh, support your friends that are writers, make friends with people that are writers, make friends with people who are doing what you want to do. That will help you so much more than anything else that I could suggest to you because the folks that you you get to know and build relationships with doing what you already want to do are going to probably be some of your best teachers to help you with what you know your goals are so make it a great day and uh thanks for listening Thank you for listening to this podcast today. Uh, you can reach me on social media. Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash author Adam Messer. Instagram, Adam Messer. Twitter, A-D-M-E-S-S-E-R. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have a question or if you'd like to set up an interview, let me know. Thanks a lot. Make it a great day.